Yes, guys, what's going on? Happy New Year. I uh, hope you had a great Christmas. Uh, obviously, if you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope you had a great break. Um, on to a new year. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be a bit better than the last one. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, today, uh, I'm joined by Taylor for the first episode of 2021. Um, Taylor, do you want to tell them a bit about yourself? Um, yeah, so hi, I'm Taylor. Um, I am 20 years old and I am self-employed with my own kind of web design company. Um, so I basically like build websites for people. I design them, build them um, all from scratch. Um, and I've been doing that for about a year and a half, just over a year and a half now. Uh, I finished college in June 2019 and kind of decided to go self-employed the month after, which was scary because I was kind of, you know, stepping into unknown unknown territory considering I'd been I'd only worked for people before but yeah it was um it was good I I, it was, I liked the risk and it was um yeah I'm, I'm doing well now um I quite like um ice ice skating and cycling in my kind of free time um I, I, re I really enjoyed that I used to get lessons for ice skating which was which was cool um and yeah I, I enjoy photography as well which I took at college too I've seen some of the photos that you take yeah I, I like a uh, south bank and stuff like that in london yeah uh, street photography okay so one thing before we start um taylor is actually the genius behind uh the mental muscle website um so if you have a spare minute go and check that out and um you'll definitely see uh how well he is uh, how good uh he he can do his craft so um i can definitely vouch for him Thank you. Um, so let's get right into it. Uh, we'll dive straight in. Um, and the first question that I want to ask you, Taylor, is what experiences have you had with your mental health, whether they be good or bad, um, or anything surrounding men's mental health or mental health in general? Um, yeah, I'm going to pass it over to you um, to enlighten the people. Uh, okay, so I've been kind of, I was probably a bit of both in terms of I had, I've had a good experience and had kind of bad experience in terms of um, when I was in like high school and stuff, I I didn't have too many friends. I had, a, I had, a, I had a good few friends, but I wasn't like one of the popular ones, I guess you would say. And so, you know, I used to just keep myself to myself. And I guess because of some of my, my interests and kind of the fact that I kept myself to myself, some people thought that was weird or different and so you know some people used to like make jokes about it you know I, I didn't take it in a in a bad way but you know people just used to make jokes and things which was fine um and you know so I I kind of I I, I went through a period where I used to kind of I didn't do I wasn't doing great um I have this uh, a wood like right behind the back of my house and I used to I used to kind of like go for walks and go and sit in <laughs> go and sit in a massive tree at like 10 at 10 p.m 11 p.m at night um, and just and just sit there and think because it was a, it was a place for me that I could see everything that was going on around me but no one knew I was there and it was just a way for me to be able to think and kind of get my feelings out I guess um, and so that helped me a lot when I was I was struggling but I mean I've been uh, kind of really I would say resilient in terms of um, anything that comes my way so yeah. I, um, I suffer with Crohn's disease which I've had since kind of uh, late 2016 early 2017 okay 
And so that came with obviously a whole host of different things. And I was very ill during kind of um, both my GCSEs and my A-level exams. Yeah. And so that was quite a, a difficult time and kind of trying to stay positive because obviously when you're, you know, you're, you're really ill and you kind of feel like oh, yeah, everything, everything's against you, you know. Mm. Um, so I kind of stayed, try to stay positive, which I had a, a great kind of support group of uh, friends and family. Mm. Uh, when I was in hospital, my friends used to come and see me and things like that, which was really nice. And, and so did my family. Mm. Yeah. So kind of the support network I've had, I've had a, a really good support. Um, and yeah, I've had lots of people there for me always. Uh, and I just try and stay positive in terms of, you know, everything I do, um, that makes, you know, there's no point being down, being mean to people because it doesn't get you anywhere. Um, and yeah, a lot, a lot of people say, you know, how are you always so positive about things? And I have a lot of friends that struggle with mental health. And like, I just say to them, you know, just talk to me, I just like rant to me when I think I'll just listen. Mm. And, you know, although, you know, to me, it doesn't, it's not much because I'm used to just listening and yeah. uh, it doesn't affect me mm. to them. It helps a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's nice to do that. Hmm. Wicked. Um, so you touched on about how you had Crohn's disease then for anyone listening that doesn't know what Crohn's disease is, do you want to kind of give them a little, a little um, bit? Yeah. So Crohn's is an inflammatory bowel disease. Um, there you probably heard of like Crohn's or colitis. Hmm. Um, and it's basically, um, uh, it's to do with the, the bowel and kind of having issue with that and things like that. And I mean, I was close to having emergency surgery. Yeah. last year but i've been um i've now been on this infusion which i have every eight weeks mm-hmm. um and i've been on that for about seven eight months now yeah. um and i've stopped taking tablets and i've been the best i've ever been um since i was diagnosed which was what like two and a half three three years ago now well it seems like it's a long time ago <laughs> well, that's crazy time flies though doesn't it yeah well done you especially for getting through that as well like i know um quite a few people who have um who have suffered from Crohn's disease and um every time i hear about it it never sounds pleasant at the uh, at the best of times so um yeah i mean it affects it affects people in different ways so i'm in a, in a facebook group with kind of a, a lots of young young people around the uk that have it yeah. and we just we have you just use it as like a support bubble i mean it's more of a support bubble for most other people in terms of um i i'm actually doing quite well probably one of the healthiest in the group oh, wow. um where we've got a lot of people we've got some people in hospital at, at the moment and you know there's there's always people that have got stuff going on and it kind of for me it's nice because i can i can give my support yeah. because i'm feeling fine and i know i'm helping them but then you know if i ever feel the same when yeah. I was ill, then I know that they're there, which is really nice. And it's kind of a really nice support because I don't have to explain myself because everyone knows, you know, what you're going through. They know the, the pain that you go through. They know, you know, the, the toilet trips and things like that. They, they, they've been through it. So they don't have yeah. to explain, explain it to them. I feel like that's something like that's very important, especially when you're going through something like that, because like you can have the greatest friends in the world. But I feel like if you're going through something like that, kind of the best thing and the best like substitute of a friend is someone that's been through that um, yeah i mean you, you know you know people i've got my, my best friend he hmm. you know he he doesn't he he's taken the time out to, to kind of learn and and understand what it is but you know it's not their fault that they don't know about it and they don't understand you know i am um, during my eight my gcse's i used to 
um, probably get a fair bit of sleep. I'd mm. wake up and be absolutely shattered. I would have to go. I, I, you know, I struggled to get out of bed. I'd go to my exam mm. and literally come straight home after the exam, going straight back to sleep. You know, I just had no energy, and I just, you know, people just didn't understand, and neither did my employers. So I, I used to work at a farm, yeah, and I used to, I called in maybe twice out of the entire time that I was working there, mm. and said that you know, look, I've, I've woken up. I've hardly had any sleep. Um, I just I'm so tired. I don't have the energy, and that they were very like they didn't understand. And you know I can't blame them because they just don't understand what what I go through. But they were like, oh, you should have found cover. And I thought, well, yes, but I went to sleep feeling fine. Yeah. And you know I've, I've woken up and I've had no energy. And you know it was kind of like there was no. I can understand because they're a business, but at the same time there was no empathy there. I guess. Yeah. And that that did knock me a bit because I was like, well, you know, I, I can't do anything about it. And, you know, I feel guilty. And sometimes I went in when I probably shouldn't have yeah. because of that. Whereas, you know, when I worked for, I worked for an, a web designing agency during college as well. Mm-hmm. And he was the most understanding guy. He used to send me messages going, you know, if you've got some time and you're feeling up to it, can you, can you have a look at this for me? Yeah. But, you know, no, no pressure if you, if you're not feeling great or anything, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of partly why I decided to go self-employed was, I could choose when I wanted to work. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I could I could sit in bed and work some days, which you know, lovely because I yeah. don't have to worry about what time I get up. So I work better in the evening. So I'm I'm not always the, the biggest morning person. Yeah. So I I schedule most of my, my meetings in the afternoon, but then I go to bed really late. So most most nights I go I go to bed between two and two and four a.m. But that's because I work I work best at that time because there's no one to distract me, no one to email me. Um, and it's just when I work best. So, yeah. I feel like that's that's another thing where if you are going through something and you might be going through a new job process, etc. sometimes it might even be worth like saying to them, I go through this um, sometimes uh, and I struggle with this and I struggle with that. During my time when I'm struggling, how are you going to be able to support me? Um, yeah, it's, it's a real, it's, it's a real kind of double-edged sword, I guess. Yeah. Some people don't like to say it because they get treated differently because of it. You know, some people, some people are. It can be classed with a disability. You can get like um, disability allowance and things like that. Um, some people don't like the idea of putting the label on it in terms of the way that you get treated can be different yeah. because of it. Yeah. Um, and so some, some people don't like to say anything, yeah. but then if you don't say anything, they don't know. Yeah. So it's a, it's a very kind of, I guess it's a situation type thing. And, and, and it's also just based on a person thing, kind of, you know, some people like to say that they have Crohn's. Some people just like to keep it, you know, I'm very open about it. I'm very happy to talk about it, but obviously for some people it's a, I'm saying maybe it's a taboo subject for them mm-hmm. in terms of they may not want, or the community around them, it, it may not be accepted as something you talk about because obviously it's talking about your bowels and things like that and that's not yeah. something you normally talk about yeah. some people just don't, don't like to talk about it or you know especially if you've been kind of uh, there's a lot of people there's a facebook group for crohn's that's like massive and there's a lot of people of adults that they struggle with change um not just on like a they, they just don't like change really and so when they get diagnosed with crohn's at 28 30 40 yeah. whatever they one can't come to terms with it and they 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 have the most negative attitude about it instead of going 
you know, let me be positive about what I do have, what, you know, and things like that. They're just very negative because yeah. they kind of play the victim. And they're like, oh, you know, oh, well, why has happened to me and things like that? And I'm like, well, no, because there are, I know people in the, in my Facebook um, group chat that are in a worse situation, but are the most positive people that you'll come across. Yeah. And it's not about, you know, what you are dealt with, it's how you deal with it that's that's the biggest thing. Of course. That's I feel like the, yeah, I think the key point to take about that is um what's the, I think what's the quote? It's like it doesn't matter what card you get dealt, it's how you um it's how you it's how you play them. Yeah, exactly. You know, I could I could sit here and self wallow and go, Oh, you know, my life's crap because you know, I suffer with Crohn's but it's not because I don't I don't let it affect yeah. me you know I, I push on him just you know ignore it in terms of I just get on with my day you know it yeah. is what it is it's, a, it's quite a common phrase I've, I've heard recently but it's, it's true take it take it for what it is and kind of move on from there right yeah exactly um so one thing that I wanted to ask that you touched on um when you were at secondary school obviously I know we both went to the uh, we both went to Riddlesdown um when you were being a quiet tailor and to yourself and keeping yourself to yourself, do you feel like you was truly being yourself or do you feel like you was being kept to yourself and quiet because you didn't want to be yourself? And if so, whatever the answer is, how did that affect your mental health at that time? I think it's, I think it's a bit of both. I think that you know, the way I acted around my parents and at home and my family was always is always going to be different to the way you act around your school friends just because some things you do are never going to be accepted in terms of at school and college so you just don't you just don't do some of those things you know like if you give your mum and dad a hug or something you know it's you would you probably wouldn't do that in front of them if you're outside just outside the school gates for example um and obviously you're just going to act different not not majorly different but you just you just you know you you change depending on the people you're you're talking to but in terms of kind of keeping myself to myself it's it's very much i did this during college as well i used to um i used to sit in the the, the cafeteria um at college and sit with my headphones on um my my noise cancelling ones and i just to, to ignore everyone purely because of the fact that i had i knew where i wanted to go i knew i wanted to do web design i knew I, what i wanted to do so I spent every single minute that I wasn't doing college work, working on trying to improve myself, either working for the agency or doing my own personal projects. And, you know, everyone else was, you know, going out to, to Morrison's, going out to uh, get drunk, obviously not during the day in college, but during yeah. the evenings. Yeah. Whereas I would, I would be spending my time either if I wasn't working mm. um, for an agency or doing coursework, I was working on my own to improve myself. Yeah. And because of that, I now live, I'd like to think of a life that I enjoy and that I, I can choose, you know, I, that was the biggest thing as well, which was the freedom that, you know, if I have a friend that goes, Hey, do you want to meet for a coffee? It's, it's not a case of, Oh God, you know, can, can I fit it in around my work schedule or yeah. um, when I'm at work, I can say, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Let's, let's take the afternoon and go and grab coffee because yeah. I work for myself. I'm like, okay, I'll just push this further later and do it this evening or something. Yeah. And, you know, I, I spent a lot of time, because I'm, I'm uh, an only child, I spend a lot of time by myself. And this is something that a lot of people struggle with is kind of being by yourself. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to, to me, it's quite sad that people struggle to 
to kind of be by themselves without having um, like social approval by a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people want to, when they do something, they want to turn someone and go, can you give me approval or social approval that, yeah. you know, what I'm doing is good or whatever. And I find that in a way sad because, right. you know, you should be happy in your own company, which is, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy to sit, you know, I sit in my room probably six, seven hours a day, mm. you know, either talking to my friends on, on online or, you know, doing my own works. And, you know, I, I'm fine with that where some people just, they just struggle, which is why, you know, lockdown has been difficult for them because they haven't been able to have that social approval that they've, they've been used to. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, during college, I was, I was fine. I used to just sit by myself and some people used to think it was weird, but I was working on improving myself yeah. to them when I finished co college I could go and do what I wanted to do rather than a lot of people that take degrees that either don't even do that in the future you know they got a, a law degree and they end up working at a farm or working as a an, an office receptionist or whatever yeah. um and you know having that debt or some people just don't know what they want to do you know yeah yeah, yeah I, it's crazy because I feel like it's a it's, that's a wicked mindset to have, especially at a young age, obviously college, you're 17, 18, and the fact that you could dis distinguish how you knew, if I get my head down now, and I do these things, and I'm not afraid to sit by myself at lunch, because I know that I'm going to be working on building myself, which is then intact, going to allow me to finish college and just go straight into what I want to do, um, yeah, exactly. Well, that's an elite, uh, an elite mentality to have, especially at a young age where it's clearly paid off because you finish college, become self-employed at a young age, um, and are now doing very well for yourself. So yeah, I mean, because yeah, during college, I, a lot of people did kind of think I was weird because you know people would say, "Hey, do you want to want to come here or there?" And I'm like, most of the time, I would say no, no, because yeah. I'm either doing college work. And mm -hmm. bearing in mind that I used, I missed quite a lot of my lessons and I had um, both computer science and photography coursework I actually ended up do it managed to get all my coursework done and in on time and most people that had been going out drinking and partying every night and stuff they didn't even get it in by the time that it was supposed to be which you know considering I was in hospital for a portion of that as well yeah. like a couple once or twice I think during the over the course of being at college you know I just thought you know I've I've, I'm being ill, I've been in hospital and I'm still managing to get all my work done on top of having two jobs, two part-time jobs and my own personal projects, you know. Really? And then people go, oh yeah, you're so lucky because you're self-employed. Like, well, no, I didn't have a social life during college because of this. I took, I took my I get, sacrifices to allow me to yeah. get to this stage. So yeah, that is, that's wicked, man. Um, so uh, you touched on it briefly. Um, Obviously, when you were like when you were struggling, when you were at times where you probably wasn't great, maybe when uh, you were suffering from Crohn's or um, them times in school where um, you felt like you had to keep yourself to yourself, etc. Um, do you feel like the people you had around you, say, if we talk about the Crohn's situation? when you first got diagnosed with Crohn's or maybe when you were struggling the most with Crohn's, do you feel like your environment helped you? I know in school you said that you had a good, you had a good support group and yeah. Um, obviously you said about the Facebook group, et cetera, but kind of 
that first initial bit where you got diagnosed with Crohn's, etc. How was your environment? Then? Yeah, so when I was diagnosed with Crohn's, I had yeah the best best you know friends and family. They were always there. That were like, you know, um, if you need anything, just let me know. You know, I'd be happy to. I had a I had a friend that she she came to visit me in hospital, hmm. and she had to get the bus um, all the way to the Croydon Hospital on May Day. And um, she, I, I'd, fa- I'd fancied McDonald's. Yeah. And so she took the bus all the way into Croydon, into Box Park, to get me a McDonald's and a bubble tea, I believe. Yeah. And then got the, the bus all the way back to bring it to me. Man. You know, and I just couldn't have, you know, there, there isn't words that can describe how thankful I am for her for that because she didn't have to do that. You know, it wasn't easy for her. She had to go on a bus, she had to get on like two buses to get, to get there and back. Yeah, you know, around Croydon as well, or just like just manic as well. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I was very, very thankful, and that kind of made me realise, okay, yeah, I do have a good, a good friends that do care about me, and that, you know, I, I mean, I'm in safe hands, which yeah. I know, I know some people haven't. I know some people that their family are very against them in terms of they think they're lying, they think they're making up because obviously a lot of it is you can't see. Yeah. So I can be suffering in pain either whether that be just um you know pe- abdominal pain and things like that but you won't be able to see anything i will look fine on the outside i may look pale and just like, absolutely shattered but you can't actually physically tell that i'm that i'm either like i've got crohn's so that's another thing is a hidden is some people call it like a hidden disability yeah because yeah. you can't tell you could walk down the street and walk past five people and not know that they've got it yeah. um and so, you know, I've got, I know some people that their, their family just think they're lying and making stuff up, which is very sad because obviously, you know, why would they, yeah. why would they just make up that they're, they're ill, especially since they've been in hospital and stuff. They, yeah. And I think that, yeah, if you compare it to people like that, yeah, I am lucky um, in terms of the people I had around me. Mm. Um, so to wrap it up, um, if you could go, if you could go back to a time where you were struggling the most, what's the one piece of advice you'd give yourself to help get you through at that time? Don't care or listen to what people say. Other people's opinions don't matter at all. Yeah. As soon as I realised that and stopped taking any of the stuff people said personally, yeah. um, you know, didn't bother me. People just said whatever they wanted. And I'm like, okay, cool. You're like, okay. Just brush it off. I, it wasn't even brushing off. I just didn't let it affect me. I was just like, okay, cool. If that's if that makes you feel better, then I'm happy. I'm glad that you 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 could get that out of your system and it makes you feel better. But to me, didn't didn't bother me in the slightest. I knew that I was, you know, I knew that I was um, my I knew my worth. I knew, you know, that I wasn't what people said and things like that. Because, and now at the end of the day, people people look, you know, when I when I speak to them, I haven't spoken to in a long time, and I say, oh yeah, I'm self-employed. You know, and you know, sometimes you get onto the topic of, you know, you know, what do you earn and things like that. And I, you know, I'm I'm humble about it, but you know, people are like, oh, what you're so lucky. I'm like, no, I I worked for that. It's mm. not luck at all. Um, and you know, if it wasn't for being able to to brush off what people said, then I probably wouldn't have had the confidence to go full time or go self employed, or I wouldn't even got to the point where you know I would I would have been too scared to even think about. Cause it's a big thing for me because I'm not the biggest, the best at public speaking and things like that. Yeah. And since joining uh, a networking group, I had to, cause I had to talk to 
other business owners and bear in mind they're in their like 30s and 40s mm. so you know i'm i'm the youngest in my group yeah um but you know age doesn't matter it's it's mostly it's you know as long as you produce good quality work that's all people care about that's in the in the business world you know age, age is, is just it's but a number if if you can if you've got the the the, the only reason people think oh he's younger he, he's not going to be as good is just because of experience yeah, but as long as you as long as you can deliver then you're never going to have an issue in terms of a, from a business level but yeah just making sure that you don't don't let things bother you um and yeah that's that, that's that's what i would recommend and say well like a lot of people could take um something from your mindset especially your your resilience and your relentless to just not care about what people think and yeah because if, if you can't if you can't change it that's that's another thing is if you can't change anything if you kind of if it's something that you don't have control over mm. what is what is the point in worrying yeah you know, there's nothing physically you can do if you cannot control it so things that are out of your control that people like stress about and stuff i'm like why you can't control it nothing that you do will make a difference so either come up with a solution or just move past it um if you can change it then great change it and then it then it won't be an issue anymore but if you can't there's no point wallowing over it and being sad about it because like i said you can't change it of course right i feel like that's a good uh, a good way to end it. <laughs> taylor thank you for thank you for coming on thank you for yeah i appreciate it. it i really i really enjoyed it um everyone listening make sure you subscribe um go follow taylor if you need a website built designed uh you know who to go to uh the magic man of his craft um, <laughs> make sure you subscribe like uh, share this on all of your platforms um and once again taylor thank you very much mate thank Take you i appreciate it see you later